all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Welcome, everyone, to Body of Christ Real Talk. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. I'm struggling with the sniffles today with my sinuses. It just seems to happen when I get through eating. But let's let's continue. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Is it our, is it a method or a routine or a format we need to, follow, as they left off the other uh, show, when we are telling someone about Jesus or what the many believers call as witnessing, when we're telling someone about Jesus. Is there some type of method or some type of approach? Now, I know this is the modern time, and it's it's certain different, the demographics and everything are different than it was in ancient times back in uh, a couple of thousand years ago, two to three thousand years ago. I know the demographics is different and uh, how everything was when it came to that. Excuse me. Now, what do I mean? The format of the Bible when it came to telling someone about Jesus. You go back to the kingdom program. Before when Jesus came on earth, or even before, well, let's just go to Jesus' kingdom program, in, in other words, Jesus' earthly ministry, according to the Bible, the four Gospels. When Jesus talked about the kingdom or him being the Messiah, remember the audience was Israel. Majority of the audience was Israel because he came for his own first according to the word of God. The majority of the audience he was ministering to was Israel to be saved by believing who he was. So there was witnessing. But he was the king. He was the Messiah. Even when he taught his his 12 disciples and the little flock but mainly his 12 disciples who was right, his protégés right up under him He taught them certain things and certain principles about what the kingdom, what is required, even with the law, and what to be expected on the upcoming new covenant, new coming kingdom, millennial kingdom. You know, when he was talking to the twelve, 
and his other followers, but I'm talking about the ones that was closer to him, uh, Peter, James, and John, and the rest of, you know, the eight, if you want to call it. Or it was just basically after the death of Judas. It wound up on 11 before Matthias got uh, into it. But I'm not getting into that. The majority of Jesus' message was to Israel, even the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes, and that was to, was for Israel. He witnessed for his own first to be saved. They had to get themselves together first before they was able to go out to the world. And many understood what that message was because he told them what it was when it came to witnessing what they should do in the Great Commission. How should they go up there and what should they be saying? Starting with Jerusalem first, Judea, Samaria, and to the outskirts of the world, which is a Gentile world. But of course, they never made it. And it was postponed. They came Paul. Now we understand that what the message was. John the Baptist came telling them to repent and etc. stuff like that. Be baptized in water for the remission of your sins. And later on down the line, Peter and them preached that same thing. Later on down the line, when Jesus came on his earthly ministry, they had to believe who he was. They already been baptized and repented for the remission of sins. So they just needed to believe who Jesus was. Then the torch after Jesus was crucified went on from there. Then it was like the Acts 238 type of witnessing to their own first. So I'm just I'm trying to give you a Bible format, not the world today, but the way biblical format of witnessing. But that was under the kingdom. That format is not for today. I'm just talking about under that kingdom program. Acts 238 was the way to be saved, but it started with Israel. It didn't make it to the Gentiles because it was postponed because of unbelief of the Jews. That was the way to witness the Great Commission. They had to repent. Right? For the remission of sins. That's present sins. Or their past sins. You know, what they have done. Not future sins. It was only for their present sins and stuff like that. All future sins and stuff was not revealed. That was only revealed to Paul. But I'm just trying to get past this because I only got nine minutes left. So, you know, that was the witness. That was called the Great Commission. That was what the disciples and whoever was with them, mainly the 12, Jesus told them, March 16 and stuff like that, to go out and this what must they say. That was the message for Israel first. Jerusalem, excuse me, Judea, Samaria, and then to the uttermost, uttermost parts, King James says, of the world. That was the format that Jesus told them to do or go preaching that same message. Those that believe this will happen. Them that believe, they had to believe who he was first. And then he said, these signs will follow. Of course, they had to be baptized in the water, set of stuff like that. But the Great Commission and the message of witnessing that was under the kingdom program to Israel first. Okay? Now, when it comes to uh, the gospel of the grace of God, salvation for today, which started with the Apostle Paul, the message is not, the message is not, you know, who what they need to believe follows who Jesus was. The message was of ministering what Jesus did according to, uh, not Acts 238, but according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, the gospel of salvation. So you have Acts 238, the gospel of salvation was under the kingdom program under Israel. But in Paul's program under grace for the whole world, including Israel, is Acts, excuse me, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, the gospel of salvation. 
Now, Paul's message of salvation is different than the kingdom program, which is a message we're supposed to do out today. Only difference is, and the big difference, we are not called to go out to the world like Israel. We're not, it's not called the Great Commission. We are called ambassadors. And our calling today is to go out and minister the, uh, the minister of reconciliation as ambassadors. Okay? Under the teachers of the, uh, Paul's letters. That's what we're supposed to be ministering to the world today. We don't focus on sin because under the grace program, that was fully revealed to the Apostle Paul, sin was not the issue or is not the issue because Jesus fulfilled all that on the in his atonement. He took care of that program. So it's not like the kingdom was focused on sins and repenting and stuff like that. On the grace program, you don't have to somewhat repent. Now, repent only means change your mind. If you're going to repent, it's because you're repenting to accept Jesus as your Savior, not of your sins, because you don't have no sins to repent of, because Jesus took care of all the sins on the cross under the grace program. So our message is somewhat simple under grace today. I know we make it harder because we're stuck in the kingdom messaging, but our program and our method, if you want to call it that, for witnessing today is very simple. Believe by faith, grace alone, of what Jesus did, period. We don't have to focus on their sins. We don't have to tell them if they do this. We don't have to do the the great comfort type of witnessing. Have you done this? Have you done this? Do you live that way? Have you ever lied? That's not of any importance today. Why? Because under grace, we are not focusing on sin because Jesus dealt with all the sins. Now those things need to be talked about later on for you to stay strong and walk a little straighter, but it has nothing to do with your salvation. It's just something that we should be doing, getting rid of those things with the help of the Holy Spirit. You understand what I'm saying? So as a witnesser today, if that makes any sense, our message as ambassadors of Christ is to reconcile, tell the world about reconciliation, what God done. See, tell them, especially if we're in a one-on-one talk to somebody. And what God done, and why he was able to do that, and tell them, God is not looking at your sin, because it's already been dealt with now. The focus of salvation is believing what Jesus done. That's, that's the focus of salvation. But they is you need to explain to them how that is able to happen. How was that able to happen now about because what Jesus done by God reconciling himself to the world first because without God reconciling himself to the world first there would there wouldn't have been no way for any man or woman to be saved today under grace. You understand what I'm saying? So the reconciling of God to the world first is very, very important for a person to know that to be saved. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be able to go through all this and everything, but we got to understand because it's very pretty simple. God reconciled. Now, that person that's lost can be reconciled like you and I used to be. How can we be reconciled? By believing in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
why the sin thing is not to be focused on because Jesus took care of the sins on the cross, after the cross, on the cross, in the atonement. See, those are the things. Men and women that's not saved, including you and I that's saved today, a lot of times never heard that, never heard that before. Because majority of people in church, denominational churches, mostly all denominational churches, including the Catholic Church, focus on your sins and what need you need to stop doing. That majority of the people didn't want to be around on the internet because they just said in their life, there's no way I can stop doing it. Oh, I feel I cannot stop doing it because most churches kept them focused on their sins. Now, I'm not saying the sins that we committed, we commit is not nasty or ugly in the eyes of God. What I am saying, God is not charging you for because the the focus on sin under grace is not the thing that's holding you back from going to heaven. And majority of the people today, the lost and, and a lot of believers in church don't believe that or they don't accept that because of our traditional upbringing. They don't understand what to put Paul and they don't understand Paul's teaching. So my point is, when I talked about the story on the bus, and I, I believe that young man, black young man too at that, which is this is good, you know, I don't know what he was, I don't know what his message was or what he was witnessing, but I have no doubt he didn't have that sign on uh, for nothing. That's showing you God hate those things that you are doing. So the only way that you could be saved is believing Jesus and God will wipe away all those things that you have done, or you need to stop doing these things and get right with Jesus. So it's a different, it's a Lord's Lordship salvation and Calvinist type of approach, which is not the gospel of salvation for today. My ending in this is this. The gospel salvation for today, when we go out to people in our communities, which we should go first before we try to go to some other nation, we focus on our family and people out in our community and tell them as ambassadors about what happened and God is reconciled back to you now. Now you can be reconciled back to him and then explain how how is that possible. People, will, I believe, will be more open to listening to you when you let them know God is not charging you for your sins and explain that form, all they have to do believe in what Jesus has done. That's the simple message for today for salvation. Now, it's a simple message. Even though it's simple, the hard part is people believing it and accepting it. That's the, that's the issue right there, but it is simple. God bless you. This is Joseph Brownie, Body of Christ, Real Talk Today. God bless you. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.